Hello, welcome to Legends of Podcasting. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav's recent comments on the upcoming DC film The Flash and the beloved franchise Lord of the Rings. So joining me in the Wave Rider, we have... Ross. Rob. And I'm Liam. All right, so we're going to jump into it. This is from an earnings call, which is literally going on at the moment when we're recording this. So the news is slowly, slowly slipping out, but mm. uh, but and it's being reported in a few different places. But um, but let's see. So let's start with The Flash. To give some context, it's an upcoming superhero film based on the DC Comics character of the same name, as we all know. It's set to be directed by Andy Mushiti um, and star Ezra Miller as the title uh, title hero. The feature will also feature appearances from other popular DC characters, including Michael Keaton as Batman and Ben Affleck as an alternate version of Batman. Now let's dive into Zaslav's comments on The Flash. In um, the articles that are reporting on it, Zaslav has expressed his excitement for the film and his belief that it will be a success. He cited the film's great script, great director and great cast as reasons for his optimism. Zaslav went as, uh, so far as to say that the film has the potential to be a game changer for the DC Cinematic Universe. And this is an interesting comment because the DC Cinematic Universe has had its ups and downs over the years. However, The Flash seems to be generating a lot of buzz and anticipation. The fact that it will feature multiple versions of Batman is already getting fans excited. And with Zaslav's endorsement, it seems that Warner Brothers and DC are feeling confident about the film's potential. Mm. Even though they're gonna reboot everything yep. right so after. it's a massive success everybody loves it and they're like well we'll throw that in the bin and we'll restart <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah a bit of a weird thing isn't it yeah and uh you say it's got it's a interesting beloved... to know a beloved cast Go on, carry it's got, on, it's got... i was gonna say you say it's got a beloved cast that everyone loves it's got one member of the cast maybe two if you include ben affleck because <laughs> yeah. i'm talking no, i mean that's the thing like <laughs> you feel like when um when these like big executive Warner Brothers people, I want to know their age range, right? Because they're like, I feel like when Justice League got remade, right? They were like, right, well, let's put in the Dan Danny Elfman theme tune from Batman and let's put John Williams' Superman theme in, right? Even though they didn't work with those characters. Mm. And it's like, but most people, I reckon, who like watch these movies now, they grew up with um, Christian Bale as Batman, right? They didn't grow up with Michael Keaton. Like yeah, we did. True. Yeah. yeah. It's only like, there's going to be a very yeah there's going to be a small minority They're like oh yeah Keegan's back and a lot of people are going to go to the cinema and go who the fuck is that so what you're what you're, <laughs> what you're saying Ross the is old the, guy. the last generation yeah. grew up wrong <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. right <laughs> poor bastards <laughs> oh, but dear. yeah it's interesting yeah so it's interesting I mean one thing's for sure I mean he's the guy that's in charge of DC. Um, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, so he's only going to say positive things yeah, about listen. a big budget movie that's going to be coming out. You can, you can he's tell... not going to go, you know what, I watched it. Oh, yeah, don't it's bother going to see it, yeah. it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> well, like, well, you, you, we've got you, a lot of money invested in this. You yeah. can tell from the amount of views we've got on our reaction to the trailer that dropped a couple of weeks ago um, that people want to see this film, even though, most, like you say, Ross, some yeah. probably might not know Keaton, but Ben Affleck's there in it, so that's a draw. Yeah. Um, they seem to be following... Uh Flashpoint quite well, or at least as well as they can do uh, from comics. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. Flashpoint's Flash quite a well-loved story anyway, isn't it? Because it's obviously yeah. had the comic version and the animated animate movie, so a lot of people, I think, are uh, up to date with that story. So to see it in live yeah. action yeah. would be quite nice. 
And I mean, I know. I everyone, think it looks cool. Yeah, everyone's not a fan of Ezra Miller, but I mean, you've got the Flash CWs last season. This now around the same oh, time Flash did the Flashpoint so. as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, season so, three or whatever it was. So you've yeah. got some crossover there. Yeah. So. And James Gunn, yeah. I think, tweeted as well, said he absolutely loves this movie and he can't wait for people to see it. Mm. Yeah, but, so I yeah. feel like that's but a again, good sort of... He's in charge of DC movies now. It's also a good benchmark, right? If we see that before he's actually started this his own DC universe. But he made It's going to be a good little squads. judge. You're like, well, that film was terrible, so I'm not going to be looking forward to the future stuff. <laughs> but if it's absolutely amazing, you'll be like, okay, right, maybe mm. he's onto something here. We've got something he, to look he, to. he made Suicide Squad and that film is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. everyone gets slated in the comments there. So is Guardians <laughs> Volume 2, in my opinion. I don't like that movie. <laughs> right, now, let's move on to Lord of the Rings, because he also talked about that. So, mm. Lord of the Rings is a popular fantasy franchise that consists of books and movies. That's an understatement. According to the article... <laughs> yeah. yeah. According to the, uh, the different articles, Zaslav has teased exciting plans for the franchise, saying that he believes it has a lot of potential. The details of these plans are currently unknown, but it's clear that Zaslav has big ideas for the franchise. Um, he made a, a point of saying how they still have the rights to create um, another movie or make more movies. Uh, there is the Amazon Prime uh, series, but um, and we already have a very well done movie trilogy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think really can be improved. Especially the extended no. cuts of yeah, them yeah. Are, yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. So curious to see like some places some websites are reporting this as there's a movie in production others are saying he's just saying that he this could is, he has a right to it this is the but james with movie Gunn, right, batman is 25 years that, old thing again <laughs> yeah it's like he's, yeah. he's mentioned you, it yeah <laughs> yeah but if you if you have the movie rights if you want to keep the movie rights to something you've got to mm. make something mm. with it mm. um just like that old that's how that old Fantastic Four movie got yeah. made and not released was purely to save the rights. So it'll be interesting as to what you could possibly be looking at here. So now, Rob, you're a big fan of the uh, the Amazon series, right? Oh yeah, it's uh, it, it's <laughs> the most... on 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> if ever I if ever I watch a bad episode of Flash, I go and watch an episode of Lord of the Rings of Power to remind myself how good Flash is. <laughs> I do the same with She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna upset some people because there are people out there who love the Rings of Power on Amazon. To which my response would be, "Why? It's absolute garbage." And that's you know not with roast tinted goggles. Is it is his own story, or was it from a book? Or well, it's anything. weird. They it... Amazon Amazon only managed to buy the. This is what we're saying. Zaslav and WB have the rights to the main trilogy, The Hobbit, and the stuff you know. Amazon only got the rights to, I forget the name of the book, it's the Silmarillion or the Appendices, which is like notes Tolkien wrote about the lore of the universe going back thousands of years before oh, the Lord okay. of the Rings main films. So they yeah. used that as a sort of a basis and created the show. Yeah, but they used that Basically, as a jumping yeah, off they point. Took it as... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, the trouble was they're they not allowed to actually touch anything that is directly from Lord of the Rings well, or say Hobbit. That. They've got the main the main character in the show is Galadriel, the, uh, the one of the leaders of the Elfin community, who's a main character in the Lord of the Rings. But they've changed her backstory so much in the show that she's unrecognisable from the character that you see in the films. And it's like, mm. and they they just they mess around with. The, I'm not a Tolkien expert, but they um, apparently they, they mess around with the law a hell of a lot to make. They, they've they've written the fantasy story and hung the Lord of the Rings framework on it. 
<laughs> to make it work, and it doesn't fit. It's just like... Who wrote it? Uh, the same guys who did the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the thing. This is a Amazon's Amazon's Rings of Power series was a billion dollar investment from Amazon, and they got two unknown screenwriters whose only writing credits are Star Trek, um, the, the Chris Pine films from Bad Robot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So they just went. Oh, that's you, a lot of not trust. <laughs> yeah, no, no, completely fucked it. But you know, that's a, yeah. <laughs> But like you said earlier, before we started yeah. the call, Ross, why would you want to mess with perfection? Because for me, the Lord of the Rings yeah. movies are, are great. You know, I know they're, they're people. I mean, yeah. if they were made in the eighties and the CGI was really bad, you're like, okay, right, mm. we're just basically going to make the same story but update it. I could understand that, but the CGI is still really good. Mm-hmm. Still, it well, still looks amazing. Story's amazing. Yeah, the was amazing. With the that Lord of the Rings trilogy, it's not so much like lots of CGI as it was models mm. which is one of the things that was really and cool camera trickery to make people look yeah. larger and smaller yeah and stuff yeah. yeah so it was a lot of old school like um, movie magic type kind of tricks yeah. done really really well mm. to work for the modern at that time yeah. audience and uh yeah i love it <laughs> all right well that's all we've really got time for in this episode um but uh thank you everyone for uh tuning into this episode if you're watching on youtube hi leave us a comment if you're listening to the podcast um be sure to write a little review um for our show for legends of podcasting on the different podcasting platforms it's it's a small thing and it just helps us out immensely because it will get our show out to more audiences get people more aware of it because the more reviews you get the higher it will appear on the different um podcasting platforms so that's all from me that's all from me and that's it from me. Ready and prepared to be slayed in the comments over at Lord of the Rings. So, <laughs>